Hey everybody, this is Eric and welcome to the Random Chatter News Roundup for Monday, November 20th, 2017. We are going to release this a little bit early because of the Thanksgiving holiday here in the United States. Uh, we're also going to be releasing Random Chatter and Echo Base a day early. So uh, keep an eye out for those. Uh, we had a little bit of a technical glitch on last week's Echo Base. Uh, the episode's fine and it got to the website fine, but I forgot to check a box when posting it. It didn't make the feed until uh, a couple of days ago over the weekend. So sorry about that. I'm only human. I make mistakes. So on to the news, the uh, Star Wars Battlefront 2 news, if you've been keeping up with that, uh, that's continued quite a bit over the last week. In case you've missed it, uh, <laughs> wow, where to begin? I'll, I'll just whip through these really quick. If you want more information, there's lots of uh, websites you can go to to get the details. EA normally has a refund button on their website. Uh, you can purchase the games through their origin system. And uh, if you're not satisfied with the game within 24 hours of opening it, Within seven days of purchasing it or within seven days of the game's release date for pre-orders, you can get a refund. And they have a refund button on the game's page. Unless you're Star Wars Battlefront 2 and then the refund button mysteriously vanished uh, right about the time of our last roundup. So you can apparently still get a refund, but you have to call in to get the refund. And apparently you can't get through because apparently the lines are swamped, because apparently refunds. So uh, someone did the calculations and figured out that it would take 4,528 hours of gameplay, or it would cost $2,100 to unlock all of the content in the game. That's a little bit frustrating. However, in response to all the fan complaints, EA has reduced the cost of the heroes by 75%. They're listening. They care. They've heard your complaints. They understand that you think it's unreasonable to have to spend that much in the in-game currency to unlock the hero. So they cut it by 75%. Unfortunately, they also reduced the campaign reward by 75%. So yeah, it won't cost as much, but you're also not going to make as much with which to purchase it. So they kind of negated the very solution that they did. Uh, then after that, they made an announcement that they were canceling the microtransactions entirely, or at least temporarily. Uh, so now instead of taking 4,528 hours of gameplay or costing $2,100, it'll only take 4,528 hours of gameplay. So yay. Uh, now, there's a rumor going around that Bob Iger, Disney's CEO, had contacted EA. They had a phone call, and during the phone call, he insisted that they remove the microtransactions. I don't know whether that's true. There are some conflicting reports. I haven't really seen a lot of evidence on one side or the other. But honestly, from what I know about Bob Iger, it would not surprise me at all. I know that uh, Disney and Lucasfilm do not want to have this type of association with their Star Wars products. Obviously, that's a franchise they protect rather vigorously, and EA is basically crapping all over it. So there you go. That's the uh, news with uh, Star Wars Battlefront. On to some good news. Justice League had the worst opening of all the DC films. That's not good news. That's bad news. $96 million in its opening weekend. 
uh, not so good. People seem pretty split on this movie. Uh, and on both ends, you've got the people who either blindly are devoted to it or absolutely are trashing it. it seems to me a lot like the Star Wars prequels, this, um, this DC hatred. And I just, I don't get it. I mean, it was a, a flawed movie, but it was a fun, flawed movie. Thor, Thor Ragnarok. That was another flawed, but fun movie. And uh, I don't know. I, I'm kind of split too on, on uh, Justice League, but I liked it. I thought it was a good start for where they're going with uh, their ensemble films. And, uh, th and that's fine. But uh, the most common complaints about it seem to me the shoddy CG work, um, especially with the villain, but also with uh, another one of the characters. Complaints about the villain himself. And uh, there's one other character that there are a lot of complaints about that I can't really get into without potential spoilers, so I'll, I'll leave that be. Now, fans have hit change.org to petition for a Zack Snyder director's cut. And according to Director's Guild rules, he is entitled to make a director's cut. However, there are two problems with this. First of all, it's not going to happen. It's not possible. Because when he left the film and Joss Whedon came on, the post-production hadn't been completed yet. So the, the scenes that he would take to make his own cut aren't finished, but production on the movie has stopped. So they, you don't, it's not a thing to go back and then re post produce cut scenes from a film. That's, that's not a thing. Um, we might get an extended cut someday, but we're not going to get a director's cut. There is no cut to be had. He never had an, an actual edited version of his own that just never got released. The second problem with this, people, <laughs> I, I don't know why this is such a hard thing to understand. This is not what change.org is for. Okay, every time you see a movie you don't like, the solution is not to go to start a whiny petition on a website designed to try to make the world a better place. I get your frustrations. I do. But you're doing it wrong. Okay. Now, it turns out there were a lot of changes made. Uh, Joss Whedon apparently has a writer's credit on the film, which my understanding of the way it works, according to Guild Rules, is that that means he, uh, he had at least 33% uh, of the film changed. So uh, if you want a list of all the changes, there's a pretty extensive list over at ScreenRant.com. Uh, it's a really good site that's got a lot of news. Unfortunately, it, it's kind of ad-ridden. Uh, if you've got a good ad blocker, that might help. But uh, just do a search on changes to Justice League. And like I said, there's an art article there that breaks them all down bit by bit. Just make sure you do it after you've seen the film. And I do recommend that you see the film. It's not perfect, but it's fun. And I think it's definitely worth seeing. We have some cancellations. Difficult People has been canceled by Hulu. Uh, we have some video game cancellations too. Marvel Heroes, which is a uh, an online superhero game uh both on pc and i think mobile i'm not sure about mobile but also on consoles it uh, has been canceled and here we are back at the microtransaction debate again because people have sunk hundreds and hundreds possibly thousands of dollars into this game and uh it only recently came to consoles after being out on pc for a long time and uh they're pulling the plug they're saying yeah we're shutting the servers down sorry and people want refunds. And I understand this. Listen, if I were playing Battlefront 2 
And instead of the 60 or $70, I spent $2,100 to unlock everything. And then EA said, well, you know what? We're shutting the servers down. Oh, no. No, 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 no. When you pay that much money for something, I get it. From one perspective, you can't expect that it's always going to be around because it's not. From the other perspective, you know, I can pay $60 and have a game and play it as long as I want to, for as long as that game console is not broken. I can continue playing that game. I can play stuff on the original PlayStation. I can play stuff. I've got a ColecoVision up in my attic, believe it or not. And I can play those games today. But then this stuff, I can, instead of paying the 30 to $60, I could spend thousands of dollars and then not get to play it at all. There's something about this that just fundamentally seems wrong and it seems like a money grab. And if they're going to be collecting that much extra money from development and stuff, they darn well better keep their servers up and running until people just completely give up on the game. Anyway, GameStop has put their game rental program on hold. They're still going to do it. And uh, there was, at least in the, the preview of their Black Friday ad, there was still a reference to it. They might pull it from the final ad, but uh, it's apparently still coming. They're just, uh, there's some things they're trying to tweak on the back end. So it's, it's not coming right away. And then finally, CompuServe's forums are being shut down. I'll, I'll give you a second to let that sink in. CompuServe's forums are being shut down. Most of our audience are probably wondering why that's a big deal and what CompuServe is. And the rest of our audience is sitting there saying, wait a minute, those were still active? You're kidding me. No, I'm not kidding you. And now they're not going to be active. So there you go. Some new announcements. Illumination, the studio that brought you Despicable Me, is working on a Super Mario animated movie. Luke Besson, the director best known for The Professional and The Fifth Element, is adapting James Patterson's series The French Detective for television. There's apparently a multiple man movie in the works that may be starring uh, James Franco and will be produced by Franco and by Simon Kinberg. Uh, multiple man is, uh, a.k.a. Jamie Madrox, is an X-Men character uh, best known probably for his time in the X-Factor comic book series. CBS is planning a series on the 80s movie Stripes. Netflix has outbid Disney for a superhero comedy film starring Daisy Ridley, Josh Gad, and Luke Evans called Supernormal. And Paramount will be bringing you a virtual reality movie theater. In other words, you're going to put on VR goggles. You're going to walk into this virtual theater. You are going to go pick a seat in the virtual theater, and then you are going to sit and watch movies from your living room using VR goggles in a virtual movie theater. I, I, I don't even know where to begin with this one. Now there is a social element of it too. Before the movie starts, apparently you can chat with the other people around you and, and things like that. Uh, I'm going to discuss this a little bit further. I think perhaps in uh, one of the first episodes of our new podcast project, which was going to start this week, I, it might still, but with the holiday, it might be delayed until the beginning of next week. But uh, I think this might make a good opening episode for it. So uh, more on that soon. Box office results this week. Justice League brought in $96 million, uh, a little bit under estimates. Estimates were 110, which I would have still thought was pretty low. And uh, I think 110 still would have made it the lowest opening 
DC Universe film. But 96 is definitely below estimates. Uh, Wonder brought in 27.1 million in its first week. Thor Ragnarok still holding strong in what I believe is its third week. Brought in uh, a little under $22 million. It's up to $247 million domestically now. Daddy's Home 2 brought in 14.8. And Murder on the Orient Express brought in another 13.8. Movie Draft. Justice League did not do all that well. And I know Tim was hoping to get a cap of the $400 million that we put a cap on any film for both Justice League and Thor. Don't think he's going to get it. But Thanksgiving weekend could save him. Um, There is some positive word of mouth about the film. Uh, It is believed that Thor still might have eaten into Justice League's performance a little bit because Thor was, um, you know, everybody loved Thor Ragnarok. And I, I don't understand it. It was just as flawed as Justice League. I think Justice League was more fun, and yet people love Thor and hate Justice League. I just don't get it. But uh, Thanksgiving weekend might help him out a little bit. Lizzie pulled in another $27 million with Wonder. Andrea got another ten with The Star. Uh, so they're both doing okay. I, unfortunately, haven't had a lot of activity in the movie draft for a little while now and won't over Thanksgiving weekend because my two films uh, got rescheduled. But that's okay. There's still a lot coming down the pipe. Zach in the audience draft currently still holds the lead at 537 million. Uh, Second place is about 140 million behind him. However, there are still some really big releases coming down. uh, So he could see that lead disappear over the coming weeks. But uh, we'll keep you posted. New box office releases this week. We've got Coco, which has a 97% on Rotten Tomatoes, which is not too shabby. The Man Who Invented Christmas about Charles Dickens. That looks pretty good. It's got an 86% on Rotten Tomatoes. And The Darkest Hour with 83%. New to DVD this week, we have Despicable Me 3, It, Valerian, The Hitman's Bodyguard, and Leap. And on iTunes, we have early releases of American Assassin and Home Again. So pretty big, uh, big week on home theater DVD releases and, and streaming and such. Uh, we've also got Night of Too Many Stars on HBO for, uh, for an autism charity. I recommend you check that out. Uh, the Punisher hit Netflix. I finished it yesterday. It is an incredible series. It's pretty violent, just a warning. But in my opinion, it's probably the best of the Marvel Uh, Netflix series so far. Marvel's Runaways on Hulu starts uh, tomorrow, November 21st. Uh, Broadchurch Season 2 is coming to Netflix on the 27th, and Glitch Season 2 is coming to Netflix on the 28th. So we've got some good shows hitting streaming services. We've got some good movies hitting DVD and iTunes. And uh, probably everybody will be too busy with the holidays to watch any of them. Go figure. New video games this week. We've already talked about Star Wars Battlefront 2 came out last Friday. Skyrim for the Switch. Lego Marvel Super Heroes 2 came out for, uh, I think, just about every modern platform. And uh, that's about it for new game releases. And uh, (laughs) I know we don't have a what were they thinking segment in this like we do on Random Chatter. But uh, just a, a little quick note at the end here. Get Out, which is a phenomenal movie. Wonderful movie was nominated for a Golden Globe in the Best Comedy Slash Musical category. Once again, I'll I'll let that sink in for a minute there. Best Comedy and Musical. 
If you want to hear us rant a little bit more about that, you should check out the Random Chatter show for this week. And uh, you should check out all of the shows over at randomchatter.com. We've got a lot of great stuff there. Uh, new Echo Base, new movie Rampage. They discussed Thor Ragnarok recently. They're going to be discussing Justice League here pretty soon. And uh, we've got a real quick review up for Justice League by myself. I think uh, I think Tim's going to be doing one soon as well. And like I said, we've got uh, a new project coming up either this week or next week that I'm really excited about. And we've also got a couple more little microcast series that are going to launch uh, probably either the last week of November or the first week of December. We'll keep you posted on that too. So that's it for this news roundup. Until next time, take care and happy Thanksgiving, everybody.